Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 175 of the Hey Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about. First and foremost, you know how uh, you hear these artists like 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, or comedians on their podcast talking about like, oh, yeah, I found this old uh, this old comedy notebook I had. And it's funny to go back and look at some of these concepts that I never really like flushed out and yeah. fleshed out, not yeah. flushed out, fleshed out into into like, you know, my material like it. it, it like you write, we we do this all the time where you write like something down in your phone and then you're yeah. like a day later or even when you're like up until you get on the podcast, you're like, I know, I know where I'm going with this. And then you look at it and you're like, damn, what was the yeah. angle on this? I always, I always liken it to like going to like um, Camelot Records or Hegwish Records and getting there and being like, I don't even know what music I like. Like there's just yeah. so many CDs you forget. Like you're like going there, you're like. Uh, I'm definitely going to get the new Twisted Sister. I'm definitely looking to get the new Twisted Sister. I'm definitely getting the new... And then you get in there, you're like, oh, Duran, Duran. Uh, no, I don't like Duran. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just forget which angle you're going with. Yeah, I've had an idea about a about a, a, skit of, a skit or joke about a racist punk band that I haven't fleshed out in about two years. <laughs> All I know is the punchline and a couple of things that the bass player is going to say. Oh, okay. Well, What's that? <laughs> uh, I... The, I, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to read all these jokes or, or read all this stuff, but uh, just looking through here, I'm like, what was I thinking? Where was I going with this? And um, I, there's one that says, uh, my wife, her name is Julie. It says, remember the time that Julie referred to somebody's cancer as not super terminal, in quotations. Really? To their like, face, you think? No, or no, no. Like, like she was telling a story about someone and someone's like, oh, my God, they have terminal ca-. Like she's cancer's terminal, but not. Super terminal. Not like, yeah, like, not like yeah, really bad. Which I was like, I don't remember writing it down. It probably didn't bring it up because I was like, <laughs> well, that's like, you, like these street cops that would be like, oh, there's like a couple bodies or something. It's like casually, right. you know what I mean? Where somebody else, it would be like a big deal, but it's just well, sort of like, yeah, you know. Well, well it, it is and it isn't because there's no such thing as super terminal. It's terminal or not terminal. Life is <laughs> not super terminal, <laughs> well, but sort of terminal. Oh, and then there was one more funny one that caught that caught my eye. It said something like, "My wife was uh, I overheard my wife talking to somebody else about being a foodie, like calling her like I'm kind of a foodie, mm. and she was feeding us uh, sausage and noodles with mustard. She makes one hell of a charcuterie platter <laughs> yeah. for a dinner. I can tell you that. Have you been to the the charcuterie store in Griffith in Hipster Square? Yeah, no, no, I've walked by. I've I've known people that have. Like traveled a bit to check it out, but I have I just I don't know. I, I almost went in there today. Um, I drove by it and I was like, "Well, I can't eat cheese because my diet anyway, so there's no point." But I did go the other day to the um, stuffed animal store. And by stuffed animal, I mean uh, right next door to that. Oh, the uh, taxidermy taxidermy store. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I don't really care about this stuff. And some people, it's like it's big money. Like you know, that stuff is not cheap. Why do Why is that big money? I I don't know. 
I don't know if it's big money because it takes like a special, you know, special person to be able to make it so lifelike or what the deal is. But I feel like, you know, if you somebody just goes out and you have so many deer tags a year, you shoot so many deer and you bring it back and I don't know, they, they just stuff it. Well, taxidermy. I, I, taxidermy I mean, I hate to, to minimize it, but no, no. But taxidermy is funny because they always say like, do something if you want to make money. They say do something no one knows how to do, or do something nobody wants to do. Taxidermy is both of those at once. <laughs> right. Well, I took a picture. It's on my Instagram. They have they at that store. They have a actual. Um, they have an actual image. Excuse me. They have a setup where it's like four raccoons playing poker at a poker table. Like inside? A little, yeah, at a table. It's on my Instagram, so you can check it oh, out. But I got to go inside. I thought then. it was like, okay, that's kind of cool and, 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 and like funny. But at the same time, who would put that in their house? And it had like a price. It wasn't just a display. It was like, hey, this is for sale. So anybody, anybody looking for a table full of raccoons, you know, with <laughs> oh, so cards buy, in their hands. You buy that as like the set, though? I mean, I don't think you'd buy one. It had a deck of cards. Like, it had, it had five cards in its hand. you buy just the raccoon that's <laughs> obviously cheating? <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know. one with, like, his ace in his paw? So, I think that <laughs> that's the other part of it is, like, take an animal and stage him in a sort of kitschy, funny, cute, sarcastic. What about this? What about, are, are they pliable at all? I didn't touch them because, and my kids were in there, and I was like, "Do not touch any of this stuff." Uh, at that point, it's got to be rid of whatever, right? I'm not worried about them getting a disease. I'm worried about them breaking something. I mean, having to buy it. Oh, right. Because right. I, I can't imagine anybody like, okay, if you killed a a buck, you know, a sixteen point buck, or or some sort of like huge animal, and getting yeah. it stuffed with your bare or hands. mounted or whatever. I understand it. It's not what I would do. Like. I, I, and I guarantee my there's no way in hell my wife would let me put that in my house. <laughs> you, you'd pay like eight grand to get this thing stuffed, and she'd be like, like, "It can go in the garage, but it is not going in the house." Or it'd be like in the corner with like a in the basement with like an old coat thrown over it or something, you know, where she would just be like just piling shit on. You top could of use its antlers as a, a coat rack. <laughs> no, I couldn't. No, not in any any not in any room where she uh, had any say. But but with that being said. Um, it's super expensive, and it's just not something I want my kids to even go near. Because the, the, if, especially if you had to pay for a broken one, well, who's stuffing the raccoons though, or raccoons, if you want to pronounce it that way? No, nobody. Why would anyone pronounce it that way? I worked with a guy who pronounced it raccoon. Yeah, well, <laughs> I promise you. Where does that guy work now? Same place. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, say, hey, you know, you go camp because there's raccoons mm. out there. But who did someone give them the raccoon or raccoon? I mean, I don't know. I guess it's something someone gave them four, or they collected four of their own. I mean, I don't think they go out and shoot all their own animals and then bring them back and stuff them. So I have to assume they bought them somewhere, or they obtained them somehow. Maybe out by the dumpster that you know poisoned them. Yeah, what I'm getting is you're saying like there's one way to do it is a prize that you kill, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a trophy. Right. Um, The other is a beloved pet, but raccoon falls in neither of those. Like, (laughs) who's bringing that in? Yeah, like the kids know. from Gummo that bring in dead cats. Yeah, well, <laughs> they just like bring in yours in Gummo. Yes, I, uh, they just like bring in like sacks of raccoons. That movie still hurts me. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. It's the weirdest shit ever. Uh, but with that being said, you're correct, 100. percent Like, I feel like when a raccoon dies, and I'm going to keep saying it the way I'm saying it, uh, <laughs> it's usually run over. It's either got like some sort of uh, distemper and like fizzes out on somebody's front lawn, or yeah. Uh, is run over by a car 
or killed by another animal. Like, I, I don't know where one dies peaceful enough and without any damage that you can put a yeah. deck of cards, you know, the in The raccoon that died of old age. Yeah. Like, how'd so, he go? Just, you know, it was just time. Yeah. So, whatever. However they come across Yeah, them. but there's a lot of invalids involved in this process. There's the guy who maybe possibly kills or collects the raccoon, the guy who transports the raccoon, the guy who stuffs it, and the fourth guy, maybe the most nefarious, the one who sets it up at the poker table. Why are they invalids? Because would you do that? No, but I don't. I, I, I no, I wouldn't do that. I'm, I, my whole point is, is like, first of all, stuffing them is one thing, but then setting them up at the poker table, thinking, staging it in a way that, like you said, is that the proper way to treat? I would a, assume a raccoon? that they're like rigged or set that way to where the, the cards are glued into their hands, so it's not like, right. well, I'll take. I can't afford all four. We'll buy two now. We'll put the other two on layaway. Or hey, if you if you have a buyer for the other two. Go ahead and sell it. I'm not going to keep you from selling it. I'd eventually like to buy it. Or can we make some kind of a deal? you got to buy all four. Can you do it with a cheaper table? Because the one you have is a custom table. (laughs) And it's not going to make any sense if all I have is four raccoons sitting around holding You have them playing cards. I wanted them playing chess. Is there anything we could do here? Yeah. Or does it have to be game cards? Can it be Uno? Like, would that... Is it it too late? Right. Yeah, well, I think that's... I think, well, what what about this... What if since you've already proved like you don't have any problem handling raccoons and putting them in in um, precarious positions, precarious positions, you might as well now take it a step further and be like like iconic photos, like <laughs> like the moon landing, right, or whatever. Gotcha. That's what I would do if I'm gonna have. Ra- Here's the thing: if it's gonna be Frankenstein, like, Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. If it's gonna be vermin and no one cares anyways, then kiss makeup once again. Kiss makeup, uh, the the moon landing, like um, like maybe like like famous speeches. Oh, what about uh, uh, American Gothic? Yeah. You have one, like, holding a dress-up over the grate, like in New York City. <laughs> right. <laughs> the sexy raccoon holding the, the dress. The, like Frank Sinatra, the, uh, Elvis, uh, at the diner, where they're all sitting in the diner in that window. Yeah, where they, like, will put all the people that died mm-hmm. at 27. Yeah, and well, there you it, go. But you'd have a raccoon dresses Kurt Cobain, one dresses James <laughs> right. Joplin. That's what I would do if I was going to have it. Uh, I think that the chance of them selling like that are probably the same as them selling playing cards. But well, about, where do you put that in your house? I mean, that seems like a sort of a thing a single guy would have. Mm-hmm. But even that, like, I don't know that a single guy has that kind of money to spend on something like that. Like, if somebody gave it to him, like, you found it in this, you know, that stupid show Storage Wars. If somebody found it in a storage container, the maybe. The four-piece but... raccoon set. <laughs> We've looked at every storage bin <laughs> from in Minnesota, and finally. Yep. Yeah. Pay dirt. Well, that's good. Well, no, you would you would have to be a single dude. You'd have to be a single dude, and you'd have to be on your way to prison anyway. I always feel like, okay, you'd have to be a single dude, but there's always that guy that, like, you, everybody has that friend that has the wife that's just like him. And, like, at, I guess at face value, you're like, wow, what a lucky dude. Like, his wife's totally cool. She's into the same, like, single guy kind of stuff. And then you realize, yeah. like, nah, I'm glad my wife's not that not that chick. Well, m- me and my wife always joke about that, too, because like, we're very, very polar opposites, like, very much. And she's always like, you couldn't be with someone like you. It just yeah. wouldn't work. You know that. Just, there's just not enough air in the room. Like, you can't both be making jokes you and being that. stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm the same way. I mean, that's the the whole polar opposite thing. I think in the beginning, you know, I, I was telling my son, I go, you know, your mom used to like the same music I liked. She used to, you know, everything I was into. And the reason was is because I was older, for one thing, and I was and, and, and I could buy her cigarettes. She wasn't old enough to buy cigarettes, and I drove mm-hmm. a car. Yeah. So those two things right there, 
those two things right there got me in the door. Yep. And uh, then she pretended to like me or like the stuff I liked until she, once we were married, then it was like, I'll be honest, we don't like anything, any of the shit you like, yeah. including your friends. It's all gone. All gone. All gone. All gone. All gone. Yeah. Well, I remember um, I've also had that same conversation with my wife as well. Excuse me. And I always tell her like, like you, that's false advertising. In the be- in the beginning, you said like you liked X Y Z, and I said I liked X Y Z. And uh, years later, like I wasn't lying, I still like the same mm-hmm. stuff. And she gives me like the saddest look, and she's like, "Yeah, twenty years ago, <laughs> when you said you liked X Y Z, I didn't think in twenty years you'd still be talking about X Y Z." She's like, "I thought like that was what you liked then," and she's like, "You still like it now." Um, but you're saying it like it's a positive thing, and I'm saying it like it's what detrimental. guy that you know stopped liking something they liked ever? You um, like what you like. You do, yeah. I mean, there's stuff, stuff where you go like it's not in the top of my list anymore, but I still like it. Well, you're supposed to grow as a person. Like if I, if I, but was... you take that other shit along with you. You don't dump it. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. Guys are like when it comes to stuff you like. I guess like hoarders. You may like new stuff, but you don't get rid of the old stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you're what not you're embarrassed into. anything you used to like. No, really, no. Well, dude, if I had like a corn poster in my bar in my yeah, house, you like some pretty weird. lame shit. I didn't. Yeah. If you had fear posters, up, I'd still. That, I would. I have a bunch of lame. Dude. I can't have it because my wife wouldn't let me. But if you did, you don't have anything. I still have it, dude. If you still wore, up. if you still wore the biker jacket with what was it, a chief on it or something? No, a chief. What'd you have on it? Uh, Don Corleone. Don Corleone. Yeah, it's completely different. So, um, Daniel Day Lewis from. <laughs> From Last of the Mohicans? Yes. No. That's it was an Don Corleone. Okay. So you had uh, the guy from The Godfather on your yeah, jacket. I did. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, he's on He's on your jacket. Oh, not Don Quixote or not no. Don Julio. Or... No. Okay. So you have uh, The Godfather guy on your right. jacket. And if you, were, if you were wearing that now, it was a couple of the books. So it was like, it was a white, you. it was done in white. Like if you ever seen if you ever seen the, the Mario movie. Puzo, yeah, the Mario Puzo, Puzo? book, okay. and uh, it, w- it was very tastefully done, a piece of art by yeah, a guy who's a great artist. Yeah, but if you wore that now, it'd be lame as hell. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't get rid of it. I'd still keep it around. And be like, this is badass, and I'd probably get my kid to wear it. So, but you're essentially saying like no bad decisions. I've basically navigated no, my life through all awesome stuff. No, what I'm saying is, is I don't. I still like the same music I liked. <laughs> forever i don't know oh. i'm just i'm just yeah, different no. like that like no, I've, I, you know i've grown through a lot of that yeah stuff. i mean you you now wear tapered sweatpants mm-hmm. i think the 16 year old ben would have not been cool with the tapered sweatpants no the 16 year old ben would have wanted them as baggy as possible yeah. well, probably there you go yeah no i you well the, the whole point of thing thanks is for like, shitting on my point i was just trying to say like you know women they change like at the drop of a hat yeah. Oh, I'm into this. I don't like that haircut. I like straight bangs. I don't like right. straight bangs. I like, you know, that's stupid. Gold. I used to wear shoulder pads in my, you know, women's fashion changes vastly. They're more susceptible to, to trends and patterns, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's for sure. Well, I, I would still physically be wearing the same clothes if they didn't fall off my body from when I was 16. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'd like all the same music, but I would still like if I would still spend an afternoon watching Rocco's Modern Life and playing Nintendo mm-hmm. 64, right. I'd be cool with it Right. if I didn't have, you know... Like, the conscience in form of a person going, like, you shouldn't do that because that's not right. a good idea. Well, who says she's a good judge of what's cool and what isn't? Well, it doesn't come me. down to what she says. It comes down to the fact that, you know, at some level you have to do what she says no, for, but, other, for but, other reasons. Yeah, yeah, but also, like, 
we've talked about it before. Like, you need a woman to guide you to stop being the same, like, loser. If you're going to be with the same woman. But the, the difference is if you're a single guy, you could just pretend like you're into whatever they're into until you get what you want. Then you're moving on. Dude, I got some friends from high school that haven't changed, that are the exact same. Yeah. Um, Imagine the... Not a great look all the time. <laughs> the quality ladies they're bringing in. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I'm just even, saying, even if, if, they were... if you're looking for... In that situation, you're looking for quantity over quality. Once you get, once you've decided to go with quality, then you have to change your game up. Yeah, only to continue because once you have that, the quality you're 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 accepting and you want to maintain that quality, you have to. There's things you have to do. Not only that, but you get to keep banging chicks that wear Adidas jumpsuits and listen to corn <laughs> your whole life. Like as long as you there's want. chicks that listen to corn. Oh yeah, I'm so glad that was not that's that was not. I wish they had a cool name like Corn Nuts or something. I don't <laughs> it's, know. It's they super did. cool. <laughs> I don't know if they did, but uh, well, corn but, holes, but way better, way better, way better. But I think like uh, if I was still trying to bang corn holes, I would have a four piece raccoon outfit in my. Uh... Well, look, a lot of times you have like a living room. Yes. And then you have the room if where you're like, lucky. The, the TV room, yeah. So the family once in a room. while you have a bathroom. Right. On occasion. <laughs> a living room and a family room. If you're lucky enough to have a front room, that's right. where the four-piece raccoon play, right. playing poker That's goes. one of those ones with the furniture that no one has actually gets to sit on like in my last yeah. house. How funny would it be if those raccoons were sitting on couches that still had the plastic <laughs> yeah, on them? Right. And they were the all only like, people allowed to sit on those are not people but stuffed raccoons. You could take all your raccoons and make them all a region stereotype. Or stick them up your yeah. You stick them up your yeah. Right. Stick them up your yeah. You could have them all doing region stereotypes. Like there'd be one raccoon like walking in with like gazelles and portillos. Yeah. The other one would be like. Jet in the region. The other one would be. <laughs> you could have a jet from WJOB. He'd be on a microphone talking about uh, uh, the Christmas story guy. The... <laughs> I forget. Oh, come on. Yeah, no, that sucks. No. Gene Shepard. Gene Shepard. Thank you. Right. Uh you would have like the Polish busha making like pierogies. <laughs> right. Now that would okay every year. There's a place in Hessville. I was just there. That I, has like Petyville. Right. Like you could have, um, you know, just raccoons, but doing all kinds of different stuff. A Santa. A, a you'd probably have Mama to play Santa. off. You probably have to play off R's and be like region r- raccoons, mm-hmm. and in parentheses raccoon. Right. But like, yeah. But Somebody's got to swoop these things up. I wish I knew the name of the shop in Griffith. So somebody could go in there and buy these things because I, I feel like they need to Blythe's. get. Yeah, it's between Blythe's and Grindhouse, and the record store guy, and the record store probably guy. is. It, it, it might, hey, it might be his on consignment. I just cracked this caper. I finally know who's bringing those raccoons in. <laughs> you got to do your record store guy. It's like, like, like uh, the guy just keeps bringing. Like, I gotta. I can't because I'm laughing. <laughs> but what makes me laugh is yeah, like I got. I can't do it. You I'm can't off. do I'm, it. I'm no. Off. No. Because oh, I, 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 I smile. Like, yeah, yeah. No. I gotta like end scene. You gotta turn around and go scene. And like yeah. I'm, the, I'm the guy. No, I gotta prepare about it. We'll have, to, we'll have to do a pre-recorded bit. The guy at the record store that just is like appreciate you bringing animals. I know I asked you. Like I know I asked you to bring. A, um, I didn't know. I didn't say just raccoons though. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that's what I'm picturing yeah. the guy going like, listen, I know, um, I know I said bring in animals and I, I like, I, for an example, I said raccoons, but you just, every Friday just, morning, <laughs> you just keep bringing me raccoons. pretty much all that's hanging out. So <laughs> he's like, but listen, even like at this point, even squirrels or, I mean, I don't want to go with the raccoons. I don't want to say, <laughs> I don't want to say like, look, don't bring rats in. We've already covered that. Don't do rats. Uh, Jeez, is there not like listen? Got some female raccoons in the back. 
He's like over by the Voivod T-shirts. Uh, uh, maybe I, if there's a stray dog, even that would be like a nice change of pace or something. <laughs> and then he just keeps going. Like, thing is, all I found was raccoons. <laughs> Done some great things with raccoons. I just wish we had a fan that did like cartoon art and had <laughs> the guy bringing in sex and dead raccoons. <laughs> I'll stop pointing at the table. That's just the funniest idea I've ever heard. The guy goes, "Listen, we also stuff pheasant. We do, we do, we do. Uh, obviously, deer. He's like, I don't have access to any of that. It's just, so it's just there's way more rac- <laughs> rac- raccoons than anything else. Uh, oh God, he's like, listen. Uh, he's trying to trade them. He's trying to trade them for for an old sticks live VHS mm. or whatever like like listen I'll throw I'll throw in this I'll, I'll throw in this uh Jimmy's chicken shack oh. t-shirt Oh, that's beautiful so I don't know how we got started on it the point is who, the, all the people involved in that um other than the record store guy I don't want anything to do with yeah, any no, of them. I agree so I got to go in there cuz I didn't know I thought it was like you bring your it's prize it's huge I didn't. There's so much stuff in there. It's crazy. I think your kids would enjoy it because there's like there. It's oh, like it's happening. It's tomorrow. pretty much like being at the zoo, but you don't have to pay anything because every time I go to the zoo, there's no animals doing anything ever. So <laughs> at least you could touch these. You could even tell them they're alive. Like they're yeah. just sleeping. Yeah, right. Those well, guys. Are, there's they're... some vicious ones. They, you know, another thing is is like you. I guess if you want to make a, a bar or a bear, as they call it here in Indiana, <laughs> like vicious. I don't know if they pin the, its its lip back to like you know have its teeth showing a little bit Give or whatever. Snarl face. Yeah, but I'm like, I mean, I guess if you if you have a gigantic like 18 foot bear, you you don't want it smiling or wearing a you know a fedora or anything like that. But to each his own. Oh, but gosh. the whole point is, uh, I think once you, however you decide it's going to be, is is what it's going to be, and you can't you can't change it after that. So you're you're stuck if you decide to make the bear smile and nobody wants to buy it because it's a smiley bear. So you, you got to let me tell you this right now. You got one shot. Let me make this real clear. Let me make something very clear. If I'm gonna, I'm handing out these stickers like an old man does uh, butterscotch candies, as I've been told. The podcast stickers. Yep. There's a brand new. Hey, my man podcast stickers. If you haven't seen it online, uh, there's new ones and I'm handing them out to anyone who wants them. And I say this in all seriousness. If you take a picture of those raccoons holding a Hey My Man podcast <laughs> sticker, we will go next door to uh, uh, Twin Cave, and you will not pay for a thing. <laughs> you won't. You But you got to send me a picture. Uh, well, you should say the first person that does it. The first person <laughs> that sends me a picture of those raccoons holding the Hey My like, But try to make it a good picture. If all four of them are holding Hey My Man podcast The key stickers, is only a couple people have the stickers right now. Dude. So there's some people that have that have a jump on. How would you like? How would you like uh, free drinks? Me? If all four, if all four, I'm a are holding the stickers drink, instead <laughs> instead of. I'd have to I'd have to not eat all day in order to drink, but I'm, I will do that yeah. for this. Yeah, you send me a picture of those raccoons holding "Hey My Man" podcast stickers. I'm not going to tell you where they're located in the store either. Got to find them yourself. I don't want to do it. I want someone else to do. No, it. not you. I'm just saying, whoever does it, it's all not right. going to be that easy. It's like almost the like royal a treasure hunt. The other thing is, uh, on top of the stickers that we have, uh, like, hit us up, send us your uh, address. We'll shoot you out some stickers, or uh, mm-hmm. we'll let you know. Like today, I was out driving around. I put on Twitter that I was uh, out driving around, and people were asking me, "Hey, meet me here, meet me there," and I did that. So, uh, in addition to that, 
again, we're selling a, a hooded sweatshirt and a, like two different colors, navy blue and with white and red with white, and then uh, uh, jersey shirts, blue sleeve or red sleeve. Yeah. So you can get you could find links to those uh, on our Twitter page, on my Instagram page, or on the Hema Man Facebook page. There's so, a, there's zip up too, so you don't yeah. have to mess up your hair. Absolutely, ladies and dudes. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something we didn't get to talk to. We did not get to talk about it last week, or I, I don't know the week before that. <laughs> Just um, thinking about Jim with the second dead raccoons. I'm sorry. The uh, and I'm glad we didn't because it was like oversaturated. Everybody was talking about it here in Chicago, at least. Is um, the loop becoming an all Christian station with 97.9? Oh yeah. So. I think it was forty years old before it it uh, it got sold and, and, and changed mm. formats here in the last like week or two. So, um, interestingly enough, I had recently um, at dinner time we usually do like a, a highs and lows. Every go around the table. Hey, what was your high today? What was your low today? Yeah, I, I took you incorporated that. Yep, we do. So it too. Th- this is a new I thing it. I did. I have this book. It's called Things Six Hundred and Forty Two Things to Write About, and and in here is a bunch of different prompts. So you flip to a page and, and it'll, it'll ask you like, let me just, let me just give you a random one. So at the okay. dinner table, instead of highs and lows, uh, you know, your children are too small to write essays, but I mean, you could ask, uh, did you ever, uh, do something terrible uh, that someone forgave you for describe that? Um, so conversation points at dinner, write about a time when, uh, you were too hard on yourself. Or who's the most important person in your life and why? I love it. Who is your favorite villain? Just random essay topics. And in, in this I sort of all That's flows great. together. Um, so I'm having my son write them. And I'm going to write them. And then my daughter, obviously, is too too small to write. So she could just jump in and, and, and throw some, <clears throat> some verbiage. Oh, out. I thought you just did this like orally at the table. Well, you can. But I actually thought it would be kind of a cool exercise to say, hey, you you know, once a week or whatever, write something down. I'd like to actually read. I'd and then he, you write I mean, it down and you read it at dinner. Is he weird? At, oh, you're going to read it, what he wrote. He's going to read it. And I'll read mine and hopefully, you know, my wife oh. won't, won't participate. So you're all going to pull out. Right. I'm sorry for dumbing it down, but I, just, yeah, yeah. I thought like it was a conversation starter. You're, it could be. And like I was suggesting to you, right, because yeah. you have small children, right. that's what it would have to be for yeah. you. But that's the whole point. My son just writes, he writes butt. And, like, fart all the time. It's like, I mean, if the right question comes up, it could work out. Dude, it's his answer for everything. What? Uh, so, anyway, um, in flipping through the book, there was, like, there was something, uh, you know, like a prompt in there about uh, something that influenced you greatly. And normally, uh, my first go-to is, you know, hey, music. Music, inf- and we've talked about it before, music influenced most of us through um, adolescence and all that good stuff. But before music... Um, what influenced me and what continues to influence me today is radio. And as a small child, um, I don't know how it started. I used to listen to the radio at night, like when I was supposed to be sleeping on my Sony Walkman. Or I had the, you know, the headphones with the uh, the dial on the actual ear, yeah. like for, you know, you could wear when you roller skate or whatnot. Yeah. And I used to listen to, I think it was WBBM on Sundays, Chuck Shaden, uh, old time radio classics. So I would listen, and I'm talking like I was probably nine, ten. Wow. Oh, uh, Fibber McGee and Molly, Zorro, um, the Jack Benny show. Uh, I always hear about them, and I remember when I went to radio school, I tried to, like, I bought a couple CDs from, I think Borders was still open. I remember I bought a couple CDs that had, like, 
old time radio Were they tapes or CDs? CDs. Because they used to have, it came in a plastic container and it looked like an old time radio. And then they were like, you know, that you could get, it was like a mix and match. Like you could get an Abbott and Costello, you could get a Dragnet, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but now you could stream all that stuff. You can go back and, and find it on probably Spotify or, um, you know, um, oh, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Spotify has, oh, if you go into the spoken word, they have some of that old, like, I just never know where to begin, though. Like, I mean, I think uh, you just jump in it depending on what you want. You know, if you wanted comedy, then you just could jump into any of it. And usually, like, what would happen is, is I, it was always like a pick and pull. So this guy, like I said, Chuck Shaden, uh, the guy on the radio, and I don't know how they determined what it was going to be. They, you, you didn't. It wasn't always like, okay, it's, this week it's Dragnet, and then it's going to be followed up by, you know, whatever, um, the Shadow. It was just or the green hornet you never know what was going to be on yeah um little orphan annie whatever it was so it was just like i think sunday nights maybe um two hours two hour block and you would hear however long they were 10 minutes 15 minutes uh or you could hear war of the worlds which was super long yeah um and you just never knew what was coming next so it would switch from comedy to drama to to whatever and so i was into that really young and i remember as my grandma used to buy me those tapes Wow. So I would have them to keep listening to. We wouldn't just have to wait till Sunday. And then from there, um, my mom was like every everywhere we were in the car when we weren't listening to Linda Ronstadt uh, <laughs> or uh, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. When it was my mom driving, though, um, always the loop. 24 hours a day, whenever we're in the car, morning time, Brand Meyer. In the afternoon, Kevin Matthews. And then Stephen Gary in the evening. So over the last uh, week after they closed up shop over there, I went back on YouTube and uh, was listening to the final day where Steve Dahl basically was on the air for like the last four hours, um, the last live broadcast. And he, he went back and Johnny and Buzz were on there and then Kevin Matthews came on and just a bunch of other people that had been, uh, you know, personalities, whether uh, news people or, or, or comedy personalities or, or, right, right. or were on there and they basically – Walk the show down until it closed, and the station down until it closed, and that was mm-hmm. it. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, like I then went back and started like just researching and looking at all these old bits and and, and going on a YouTube wormhole with the loop. And I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know if you were a loop person. I know you're like no. you know you said your 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 parents were kind of conservative or your mom was kind of conservative. <clears throat> and I could tell you, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know enough about like radio and any other major market to know what was happening. But I could tell you, like in looking back, I just don't know that anybody. And I'd love to. I'd love to find out was was as groundbreaking as these guys were, because even if you go back today, it stands the test of time. So because you weren't a, a, a loop person, do you, do you know any of these people? No, I know. Jo- I know Jonathan Brandmeier and Kevin Matthews, but that's honestly, dude. I only know those guys because when I went to radio school. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, Kevin Matthews. Like, we hope we can – like, th- everyone wanted to meet him. Right. And so because I got a job in the ABC building, we'll intern. And everybody wanted to meet and say, oh, maybe we'll run into Brand Meyer, Steve Dahl. They would all mention these names. But to me, growing up, if it was spoken word, it was speaking. It was Christian, like speaking, like mm-hmm. like someone doing a sermon. So I was like – oddly enough, why I wanted to go – You mean that. talk radio, not spoken word. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, when you're saying, when, if yes. you're telling me, if you're talking yes. about talk radio, you're talking about Christian. If the radio talk was radio. on and it wasn't music. It was a guy. It was someone prophetizing. Pre- it was someone preaching. And so, uh, 
I was like, no thanks. No thanks. Well, I heard so much of that yeah, church. Absolutely. I heard it at church all the time, and I was I was into it. I was fine, but like I didn't. I'm not gonna listen to it on the radio. Just I just wasn't gonna do that. So it was like it turned me off big time. It wasn't until I mean, sadly enough, we talked about Man Cow before, oh. but but that was that was the first time I heard someone talking on the radio, and it was like they were being silly or funny, and it wasn't preaching. And then I found I don't know if it was that first or Loveline first, but I found that probably that first, and then Loveline. And I remember hearing Loveline just going like. Oh my God! Which was also on CKG, was it not? Or so? No, yeah, Q- it wasn't Q- on the loop. It was on Canada yeah. One. Okay, yeah, yeah. wasn't on the loop. But it would be on late at night. I'm, I had the same thing. It was a K Rock affiliate, with, right? Yes. Okay. With Loveline, I would put. I would have my little radio or Walkman, and I would have my one. I thought head, you were one headphone in. No, no, <laughs> no. I was fixing my sleeve because okay. there's no thumb holes. Um, but I would be under the blanket listening to that. And I mean, those were the first two things. Mancow, I always knew was rushed. It was like a circus. I, it just made me laugh. But when I heard Loveline, I was like, oh, my God, these people are just taking their time and being funny. Like, it blew me away. So I didn't get any of the radio, radio, so, radio. So I guess this being my first introduction, I remember Murphy in the morning was real big, too. But I, my for whatever reason, I don't even know what station he was on, but we were like a loyal loop family. So a lot of this stuff, now looking back on it, it you know, I guess when people say, Oh, I can't believe you let your kid listen to that or you let your kid watch. Even my mom, she's like, well, you shouldn't watch horror movies or I can't believe, you know, don't let the kids watch this. Or I'm like, if you go back and you listen to some of the stuff that they were doing on the loop in the 80s, uh, it was pretty edgy. But really? I think just like me, I, I guess when my son got to a certain age, that's when I kind of put the brakes on a little bit. But when he was too young, I was like, oh, this stuff's going over his head. He's not really, he doesn't mm-hmm. have a clue what's even happening here. But, um, I mean, so... All kinds of different things were happening. So on Brandmeier's show, you know, it was it was a lot more morning zooish, but not like man cow level. But they had a lot of bits. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, like he, one of my favorite ones is they used to call up toy stores during Christmas and ask for like they would make dumb names for toys, and then the stupid seasonal help at whether whether it be Kmart or KB Toy or wherever would go and like, all right, well, let me go check the shelves, or they would ask their manager and they'd give them, well, hold on, let me give you a list, and it would just be stupid wacky names. Yeah. Then he did another one where Brandmeier used to have people call in and do um, like uh, monologues from movies, and there would be a contest to who could do the best monologues. Uh, so it, it was it was very like bit driven, very like uh, produced, you know, hey, we're going to do this and then we're going to do that. Um, but always sharp, man. And he he had like characters where like his, his family members and things that he called in. And then Kevin did like a ton of different voices. You, you would think the studio was filled with people, but it was him acting as Jim Shorts and all these other char- cavalcated characters. Okay. But he would like switch so fast. You'd be like, well, is Jim Shorts real? Is he not real? Because it would almost sound like he was talking over him. It's like, how could they both be talking at the same time? So did he do yeah. a produced thing and then talk over it? But as a kid, you you just you never thought about that. You're like, oh, it must be a studio full of people. But it's one guy that was able to come up with all his, – his brain worked in this weird way where he could do all this different stuff. And then Steve and Gary was more um, – I think what we do where – you know, Steve would like put his just his life out there. Like every day, he would come in and talk about what was going on with his kids or who were the same age as me, pretty much a couple of years younger. But um, so there's all this this same comedy format, but at three different shows doing it in their very own specific way, which made me completely uh, enamored with radio. That was another one that I got into. Was uh, but it was Roe and Gary. Yeah, when it was Roe Con and Gary. Mm-hmm. I never listened to talk radio, but when I was going, I had to go. That's to when he moved to like I think that was like a. It was eight ninety. Yeah, it was like conservative. WLS. 
Yeah, so I was going to Lombard and back, and uh, I just would be like, these same thirteen CDs are getting old. So I was mm-hmm. just, and I was into, I was in radio school. I should probably know about the the art of it a little bit. So I got really into those guys, and then and then Gary left. Yeah, Rowan Gary, um, and then um, I used to listen to Jay Marvin on Midnight's, and then uh, what's the uh, what's the guy that does the Alien show? Uh, I can't remember his name. People are probably yelling oh. at me right now. Gosh, I know he, you're talking he, about. He, he does lived, all the conspiracies. He lived in like New Mexico in like a yeah, yeah. like a trailer. <laughs> I forget what his As name is. As a matter of fact, there was I, now I remember there was a brief period of time when I was doing these like mobile drug testing things. Like when someone would get hurt at work, I would be the guy that goes out there and makes them pee mm-hmm. and collects it. Yeah. Add that to another narc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Add that to another um, super gross job I had. But uh, at the time, there was nothing on. So I used to listen to the score, and there was some guy who now I believe he does the voice. For the Railcats, if you go mm. to a Gary Railcats, Railcats, if you go to a Railcats game, the guy who does all like, uh, all right, fans, whatever, that guy was because I remember I was listening to it because he would say, "Oh, from Gary, Indiana," mm. and so he would do, and I'll go, "Oh my gosh, this guy's like right next to me." So I was into that, and uh, What's so I the got his name. Oh, Coast geez, to Coast was the name dude. of the show. Oh, the the alien guy. Yeah. And again, I know you're talking about. He's I'm always a... got like some weird conspiracy. Yeah. So he's got a weird voice too. Yes. So I, I was into so much different, like I could not get enough radio. And I think I was like that with music too, but like not in the same way. I a radio file from like day one. And I don't know what it is. I just, I guess the comfort of hearing people talk mm. always made me feel comfortable when you can like, like somebody's there with you no matter, even though I like to be, I'm more of a loner. I like to like, I guess the voyeur side of me likes to yeah. listen in. Yeah. So, um, you know, then I obviously got into Howard and, and all that good stuff, but I wanted to ask you. So they were talking about nostalgically about how, you know, because of podcasts and the way that, that mass media is now, you couldn't do what the loop did uh, in the 80s and early 90s as far as the way how they how they made radio really just great. And we oftentimes uh, off mic talk about the radio all the time and talk about like, you know, if you turn into any morning show um, and I think man cow is, is exact. It's a perfect example of this like him or hate him. It's that morning zoo, like he's he's potting music up, he's potting music down, he's yeah. going to this. It's, yeah. it's it's like he he's he needs to like just calm down. It's it's too frantic for me. Right. It's like that weenie in the butt thing from uh, what was <laughs> yeah. that? Was that yeah. from The Simpsons or uh, I don't know? You've played whatever before. it is. But yeah, it's it's like you know, there's fart noises, there's horns going off, there's yeah. all kind of stuff, and yeah. and so. That's just too frantic for me. I used to listen to that, and I thought that's what morning radio was supposed to be. I think then, a lot of people, that's what then, it is. And then when I would hear Howard, because I, I wasn't familiar with him, except for private parts, which I mm-hmm. liked, but I would listen to him, and I would go, this is just like, the the cadence is so slow. Right. Like, I would, he would be like, oh, Robin, what what track is this on? And he'd be like, literally saying <laughs> what he's doing, and to me, I was like, how unprofessional. Right. And it turns out, like, actually, the, it was the other way around. See, and that's but. funny, because I was just listening, when I was listening to this uh Steve Dow play. Uh, he was talking to somebody, you know, reminiscing about the old days, and they were like, "Remember, I think Buzz." And he was like, "Yeah, when I first heard Steve or well, Johnny or somebody was saying when they first heard Steve, he's like eating his breakfast on the radio." And I could, I remember <laughs> being so angry at my mom because Steve would pause to like, um, you know, gather his thoughts, and there'd be like dead air for a good minute. It'd be like sixty seconds, sixty-five seconds with nobody talking, and I'd be like, wow. "Is the radio even on anymore?" And then he would just start talking again, and I'd be like, wow, that's really unprofessional. But it's just the way he did things. I yeah. don't know. And I just grew to, like, I just grew to love it. Uh, but I, I guess what I wanted to ask you is, because podcasting is obviously 
the future. There's no, there's nobody, a, a station manager telling you what you can or can't say. For the time being, there's really zero regulation on podcasting. I'm sure at some point there will be, but as of right now, it's completely pirate. You can do whatever mm-hmm. you want. You can say whatever you want, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you're not going to get fired. With that being said, though, is there any chance that radio will, have, terrestrial radio, will ever make a comeback? And and how? No, I don't think so. Isn't mm. that is, does that bother you? It would bother me if it was gone in the sense of what you get from it is gone. Like what 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 you can like what rewards there uh, are to gain from it is gone. But okay. with with podcasting, to me, it's just it's just that form, but but more freedom to do what you want. Gotcha. If, you know what I mean? But here's the difference, and this is where where I'm coming from. In, in the '80s, and and this isn't just me saying this. This is historically fact. These guys that were on the, at least in Chicago, that were on the loop, they were friends with the Bulls. They were friends with the Blackhawks. They were friends with the Cubs. They were friends with the Sox. These dudes came into the studio and were like part of the radio show. They were the 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 guys yeah. on the loop were going out and doing live events. Johnny Brandmeier had Johnny in the leisure suits. They would perform and have like these huge, huge shows, monumental. And the Bears would be there. It was like a like Chicago and the suburbs of indiana here were like one huge happy family i would say that the the guys on the radio were every bit if not bigger celebrities than than the athletes in our city yeah well as long so as you can't do that with podcasting you well you can if you're a comedian there'd be no other way to, for you to even be out in the public you know what i mean unless you were like doing stand-up or doing your podcast live it's weird. It's almost like there's a form for anybody to do it, but there's sort of a ceiling. Maybe. Yeah, because, you know, if you're driving, I mean, the simplicity of being able to flip on your radio dial in your car and it just be on there as background noise or whatever, um, with a podcast is different because you got to go to it, you got to subscribe, or you got to find the one you like, and you're like filing through, and it's like, well, I like five different podcasts. I don't know. It used to be like that. Set it and forget it. You turn that dial on, and, and whatever time you got in the car. Yeah. You know, and I remember uh, they talk about this on on um, private parts and and in radio they talk about it like in radio school. The idea is you want people to not be able to get out of their car. You want people to be on their way to work and be right. like, "Yeah, I'm going to be late today because even right. though I'm in the parking garage or I'm in the parking lot, I'm, I'm not missing this bit." Because no. we used to not be able to pause audio and go back and listen. And Howard, at some point, I don't know if he still does, but would run the same episode 24 hours. That way, if you missed it. You could get off work and like pick it back up where you where you left off, which is awesome. Right. But in those days, you couldn't do that. So if something was like you know they were doing some like Johnny B was like dropping a car from a plane onto a football field to see if you uh, if it hit the target you know that you right. painted or whatever. That's either if you missed it, it's over. It's not happening. You know and they're not yeah. playing it again it until changes, he goes on vacation. It maybe. changes the urgency of it for sure. And that's but at a, the end of the day, it's it's about eyeballs, which equals money. So as long as is there's a ton of people paying attention to anything, they will monetize it, and then they will put it out there more. It, it, did you see the 30 for 30 on Mike and the Mad Dog by no. any chance? Do, do, do you know what exists? No. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, so they're like New York radio, like sports radio royalty. And they, these guys had like the biggest sports show in the history of sports shows. Everybody knows them. They did, apparently, like I said, they did a 30 for 30 on these guys. And they were always at each other's throats. You know, one said one thing, the other one said the other. They're yelling and screaming. They're, they, these guys... They would like call out the managers on on teams. Like the te- everybody that was in New York had to 
go to these guys and to, they had to be on the radio. You know, back then, um, you didn't answer to them. They'd come after you on the radio. So, like, the coaches and the managers of these teams and the general managers would have to call in and placate these guys because if you didn't respond, they would attack you on the radio. And whatever they said, that's what it was because they had the mic. Nice. So, I don't know. That's why I guess I, I, I loved radio. I, I Me, I sort of get mad. I'm like, man podcasting destroyed radio. I guess at some point in time, I always figured I would end up being on the radio, but there won't be one anymore. Right. That's where I'm getting. That's where I'm going with this is like that dream is pretty much. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's definitely changed with who's going to broadcasting school now for, for audio broadcasting. Is anybody for audio? Yeah. I mean, people could go to broadcasting school. Like when you, you, where'd you go? Uh, Illinois Center for Broadcasting. Okay. I think they changed the name to something else now. I went to Columbia College and for the for broadcasting, and that entailed like TV broadcasting, radio broadcasting, you know, and, and any and I guess any other broadcasting. So what I mean is, do they have a podcast department now? Because the the market and the, back then, the reason I walked away from radio school is it was so competitive. They were like, you're pretty much going to be moving from market to market. Yeah, that you're was never me gonna, too. You're never going to plant your flag. And I was always yeah. like, I'm, I'm like one of these guys that needs to be married and have kids. And right. that, and I ain't going right. to be, I could not imagine dragging somebody around the country, you know, close to my family. I remember I lost a lot of motivation because of that too. They're like, well, you can go to Mesa. You could be there for six months and then you go to right. San Antonio. And I was like, uh, And you're, you're not going to be making anything. They're like, right. I remember them saying at the time, unless, unless you're Howard or Mancow or one one of these people like you're going to be yeah. a lot of the teachers at Columbia were like Bob Surratt was a teacher at Columbia while he was on the on channel five. Yeah. There's a couple of people from uh, not ABC that he needed to others. be. I'm not saying that I don't know what his situation was, but it's like, I right. mean, if he was making if he was making that great of money, he would have been like, nah, I'm not, I'm not teaching. I think in that field still, you either make almost no money or a lot. Right. There's not and maybe he lot. was just given back. But my point is, um, Usually, as competitive as I am, that that wouldn't make me shy away. But I guess I was just like, you know, there's a lot of other people that if I wasn't a a marriage minded person or, or already had this like whole plan yeah. set out, like I'm going to get married, I'm going to have kids, this is important to me. I don't know, man. I probably I probably would have been running at it still to this day. Yeah, but yeah I, that's me- why I'm here right now, doing what I'm doing. Right, right. right. Well, yeah, that's, I can't let the too. dream die. Yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. So my basement is a long cry from, uh, you know, NBC Studios or, you, you know, just like whatever. the same things you did 20 years ago. See? Yeah, I told you. There's, there's no getting rid of it. There's no getting rid of it. Uh, you had mentioned, like, music influences being a big thing and radio influences. Real quick, I wanted to touch on uh, this. There's this there's this thing going on at my house now. Do you, you know my kid's middle name? Bocevis? That's it. That's it. Correct. <laughs> I can't believe it. One guess. You get it. <clears throat> my son's middle name. Kurt. I'm almost guaranteeing you. You're super close. Chris Novoselic. No. Grohl. That's it. They right, no. My kid's middle name is Cobain. Oh, God. Well, I, I know. I know. A collective groan for all the headphones across, across the... I'm sorry. It's your child. Well, listen. <laughs> it's not his fault. This goes back. This ties in nicely. Did well, she agree with that, or did she say, "If I get to pick the first name, you could pick the middle"? She was under a lot of a lot of, <laughs> lot of drugs at the time. Like she woke up and you you already yeah. filled out the paper. Yeah, the doc like, was like ink dry. There was like intravenous things going on in the house, and I was like, uh, uh, "Right." Cool. I mean, was she a big Nirvana person, or did she just say like when we were young? Cool. She was like you said, like in the beginning days. She's like, "Yeah, we both love Kurt Cobain, right?" And then like later on, we had a kid, and I was like, "We still like Kurt Cobain, right?" And <laughs> and and. uh I remember thinking about it going, dude, that's crazy. But then I finally settled on the idea. I go, you know what? Screw it. It's a middle name. No, Look, nobody knows my middle name. 
Nobody cares about my middle name. It doesn't. The only people that know are like like my immediate family, you know, and it doesn't ever come into play. So I sold my wife on the idea. I said, listen, while you're still super high on whatever they give you, I go, um, actually she wasn't. She did it natural, the poor girl. But uh, not on purpose. They just screwed up. But <laughs> but the thing was, uh, that's a different story for a different day. Uh, I sold her. I said, look, it's he, he can put C. He'll put Dexter C. I'd already gotten Dexter on the board. So I was like, I might as well go for broke. Uh, Which came from where? Did you uh, from the offspring? No, we just like okay. yeah, Dexter Holland. That's it exactly. Well, no. that's the only other Dexter I knew before the TV show. And they, my son's name is. We went for old fashioned names to see. Like I was like, what names can we bring back? Kind of hipster, Henry. whatever. Just like what's not being used anymore that's still good. Uh, and we came across that good. But uh, I said, listen, no one's going to use it. He's going to write C on his checks. It doesn't matter. I go, and and, and, and and if he wants to pull it out for, for cool punk cred when he's a teenager trying to get laid at a party, maybe it'll work. And if not, he'll just be mum about it. We were talking the other day, and she's like, hey, listen, why don't we just change it? And I was like, we maybe in the couple first couple of years, but he's six now. Does he know it? Uh, well, for a while he used to say that like it was his last name. Like I said, what's your name? He said Dexter Cobain. I was like, was like Dexter Cobain. And I would say my last name too. Uh, but he would always say his middle name as it, like just cause he, cause I would sometimes call him that or whatever. Um, so now we're debating going back and forth. And the other day I go, you know what? Like I'm 90%. Go ahead and do it. Just go to the social security office. But how do you change someone's name at six years old? Now, women do it when they get married all the time. Is it as shocking as finding out that you were adopted? Like later on in life, he's doing like a 23andMe or whatever you call it, you know, those stupid ancestry things. And he's like, yeah, ancestry. well, this has got to be somebody else because this is Dexter Cobain. And I'm Dexter. You're going to keep keep it yeah. seated. We looked up him. hospital records. Like Dexter and there's, Charles. There's, we looked up hospital records and there's no, there's yeah. no Dexter, whatever you yeah, name right. my middle name. Right. Uh, but... I think here's I want to do it. I I plainly admit, okay, maybe it was a bad idea. I like a mulligan on that whole naming my kid thing. It's like 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 the like the uh uh God, what is it? The, what is I? What is uh the guy from Mallrats? Jason Muse? No. Uh, yes. Lee. Oh, okay. He named his kid like Pilot Inspector. Like, there's all these awful celebrity names. Right. Well, mine is close to that. It ranks up there. Uh, Yours is named after an awful celebrity. It's not an awful how celebrity. How dare you? That, that part's not true. So far. Well, he's a heroin addict. I've a, been, you know, I mean. Okay. Yeah. Go well, on. That's it. How is he awful? No. Listen. The, the point is this. I'm admitting maybe, maybe it's a bad idea. Okay. There. I said it. <laughs> but I'm still cool with his first name. Dex is fine. I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would say you can't, you, can't, you can't go in and change. She wanted to change the whole thing? Yeah. But and oh, I didn't, didn't want to do too? it. No, no, no. Oh, no okay. The middle name. Okay. And I didn't really want to do it, but the only reason I didn't want to do it is because we're this far in. I'm like, he's six and a half. But he never says it. He doesn't use it. There's still time to save this thing. You so, still go with a C, though. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just name it out. You know, I just give him one of my brother's middle names or something, you know? Are all you you and your brothers have the same middle name? Nope. Oh, okay. None of them? Uh, the same middle name? Everyone in my family's name, middle name is Michael. Except for my brother's first No, name. well, that's her dad's name. And I thought about doing it, but then, like, our nephew's my, How about middle name, Michael. Red Sweatpants, because it's still about him, and it's not his name. Red? Yeah. Dexter you Red shame. Sweatpants. Who's <laughs> <laughs> from Cobain to ill-fitting, Ill-fitting Sweatpants? No, it might be... <laughs> it might have to be 
red tapered sweatpants to really personalize it. <laughs> but then, like, 20 years, I'm going to go, tapered was a trend. Yeah, yeah man. You should go with loose. Or, like, whatever's a hit. Just general sweatpants. Like, been like crunchy or whatever the trend is in 15 years. Uh, but wh- how say you? I do, Is it too I, late? No, I think you got to do it. <laughs> you think <laughs> I got to change it? I don't know. I mean, but I then feel I gotta like tell it's all him. Like, hey, dude, from now on, like that Cobain thing. I, like, I uh, guess I oops. would go home and ask him right now. I'd be like, dude, what's your whole name? If he doesn't know it as of right now, I'd say change. I think it. he does like know it. You could probably convince him. You could be like, it. no, we were just kidding. That's not your real name. And and he might go. He might have like be like, oh, you're kidding. Do so I then go it? like, hey, from now on, it's it's Nathan Dexter Nathan. Yeah. And is he going to go like, ha ha, you're kidding. And that's where I'm like, no, I'm serious. No, then you you're send him to his room and then you'd be like, no, I'm dead serious. Or go do I room. think about like, what's the best, like, um, what's, the, what's the best name? No, to make a cooler acronym with it or something. No, I say you, you know I say I mean? you go with a C name. Cause I, I, I would say, oh, we were just joking. It is C, but it's Charles or, you know what I mean? Something else. I mean, with a C. You know, when he was born, we sent out the pictures of him in the basket and everything, and it all had Cobain. Dude, how many? <laughs> how many of your family members were just like, Ugh. oh, my mom and her mom were both like, Haha. and we're like, hey, we're crazy. That's what we do. <laughs> and I said I had the same sales pitch, and it still holds up. Kind of like, think there's any... dude, nobody cares. I don't know your middle name. He says Michael. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Do you think there's anybody out there with a middle name Sebastian Bach? Well, the thing is, like, people always joke about, like, when you put, like, uh, band shirts on your kids, like, uh, look, look, jerk off. You're just showing off right. your CD collection. Right. I did that, but in, like, the most super jerk offish way, like, possible. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, admittedly. Yeah, but, dude, I was just wrong. like, I was like, look, no, I stand by nobody cares about middle names at all. And so it might as well be something wild and a story to tell. Isn't that what life's about? I mean, just a bunch of stories to tell. In the event. And I hate to say this, but he ends up being a serial killer or yeah. some sort of um, heinous monster. They will use a heroin the, the middle name. The middle name does come into play. Yeah. It always does. Or an author. Well, or an actor. George Carlin said, "Strong names make strong people." Is that a strong name, or are you going the other way on that? No, I'm saying oh, okay, I didn't follow yeah. his advice at all on this one. Yeah, um, I would say, I still say, I say, change it, but go with a C. Or just C. All right. The like three, John the C. Three. Riley. You know John C. Riley is John Cobain Riley, right? I'd, I, I'd heard that. Yeah. I'd heard that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else would be a C. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because she's like, I'm going to go out on the Social Security office. I'm going to go Monday and you get this thing done. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to change it to? But then. Why don't you look, just not have a middle name? Maybe just delete it. Yeah. And be like, oh, that was sort of like a kitschy thing we said because we're like Kurt Cobain. But it wasn't like your real name. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad yeah. idea at all. No, well, then I can't give a head a head nod to one of my brothers. Plus, you can't you you. But they don't care. But yeah, if you do it, it's, it's been six a, and a half years. I was going to say if you if you try to do that now, and you're like, hey man, I was just I was just trying to throw one to you. They'll be like, yeah, no, this is we're, it's like a it's like getting it's like getting invited to a party after like you know the, this guy's standing around yeah. and you and another dude are talking about the party that you forgot to invite this guy to, and you're like, no, you were invited to if you I didn't think you'd be into it, but yeah. cool, you can come now. Your party was yeah. capped out, yeah, and you just tossed out the guy. You already went with Cobain. You're, you threw out the guy at the party because he was shitting in your the tank of your toilet. He was giving you an upper deck, and then you invited me. Right. Yeah, this it can't work that way. Naming my kid Cobain was the um, the equivalent of shit in someone's tank. <laughs> Your own tank. Ugh. Your family's tank. My <laughs> family lineage's yeah. tank. I don't know, man. So that's I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let it sit for a little bit. 
do you think naming your kid with the middle name Cobain is better or worse? Do you think you're a better human or a worse human than guys that use the term sandwich when they talk about sandwich? Yeah, like Nobody on Facebook or whatever when they're when they're talking about like when they're trying to be like haha funny, like you know, I told that bitch to get me a sandwich. Mm. This is the one thing I and and, and again. This is the one thing I'm focusing on here that I will give I will give I will credit Trump with in a negative way. Um, That's the, the one thing you did. No, negative? no, I'm just I'm saying for this particular argument because mm. I don't want to get into politics, but no. I definitely credit him with the rise of stupid idiots that say sandwich <laughs> and um, hick hick hop or whatever they call it, which is the country slash rap music that's that's like the new trend Ugh, what yeah where they have like guys that do country music but they rap their country music oh god you know what like, i'm talking uh, about i think jason aldean does it a couple of those maybe or hosier or uh up church there's a bunch of, of, of oh. newer people that are like you know that's like the thing that or you sent me um you know, like uh, florida georgia line or whatever like they kind of sort of rap it's like, gotten worse dude you notice all country music just quick side note they all use the same snares now as like hip-hop used to mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying i think like the same hi-hats it's like they're trying to get it to that crossover sensibility where it's like we can bring in both i that guy you sent me today what was his name um he sent me a song about uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Kane Brown, I think that's the guy's name. Yeah, he sucks. He, I, I was telling my wife because I go, oh, he sent me the song and it was awful, and she's like, oh, it's, I think it's pretty good, and I'm like, no, it sucks. And I mean, this suck. isn't for up for debate. He you, sucks. You were right, but. What bothers me, I go, this guy doesn't even know what he wants to be. He's, he's got, like, tattoos on his face and on his neck and He knows whatever. what he wants to be. He wants to sell records. But I That's can't it. take – listen, I'm not oh. a huge fan of country, but if you're country, you got to stay in your lane, bro. you 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 got to wear a cowboy hat and a big belt buckle. Time That's is- it for you. You can't be like new country where you have a tattoo on the on the, on the backs of your hands and your fingers and, and, you, and, you know, all over your chest and do country music with your shirt off. Dylan Scott. Who's that? his name? He wrote a song called Hooked. Well, regard the other guy, Kane Brown, is the other thing you sent me. I, didn't I know that for Kane a fact. Brown. Yes, you did. No, dude. Yeah, I'm positive because I looked at it and I go, "No, nope, because I know who that crap? I know who that dude is." Well, anyway, these guys, like I said, they're tattooed out like they're you know millennials mm-hmm. and uh, or like hipsters or whatever, but they do country music, but they don't dress country, and they put themselves out there like uh, what's that other guy you like, Post Malone. Mm-hmm. But they sing country music, and I don't like it. I can't get behind it. No. Yeah, they got it. I like my country music, you know, uh, the, the kind of guys that hang out in. Not those guys. There was a different one you sent me. Oh, but, oh no. But, you know, the kind of – I like the Johnny Cash or, you know, no. like I said, the Highwaymen. Those are – that's country music. Well, it's – yeah. I mean – that's the kind of country music I agreed. Appreciate. Agreed. If, and if things and I don't gonna, really like Johnny if Cash. things are going to evolve, that's okay. But they can't all just make a new. Mm-hmm. Don't call it. But, but just make a new genre altogether. Yeah, yeah. Like get out of this one, man. Yeah, like I don't. I don't think I'm not defending Post Malone. I like him anyway. But I don't think he's like I'm like straight hip hop. He knows he's like a weird hybrid. Listen, thing. in the beginning, people were like, "Oh, cool, Anthrax and Public Enemy did this song together." But like after two weeks, everyone's like, "That song sucks." And we understand that you tried to bring two great flavors together. Everybody wanted to think it was way cooler than it was, and there was yeah. a bunch of sirens in the background, and then everyone was like, well, anthrax isn't that great anyway, so I wish it was a different It works band. for peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. You think it's going to work for every no. ingredient? It's I'm sorry. Good. I'm just saying. It, like, it, it's just it's just not 
it's not my fault. That was away from the original point, though, wasn't it? I don't remember what we were even talking about. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how we even got on this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. There's no, there's, so, don't somehow. even try to circle the wagons. Whatever. Okay. Oh, you're talking gonna... about your kid's name. No. And was... then after that, I, I said something else, and then we got started talking about this. <laughs> yeah, you did say something else. <laughs> we, I, we derailed it because we started talking about how shitty country music right. is now, which, which it is. And next week, because we don't want to go heavy on on the SoundCloud rappers, although they could be on the podium every week for your for the <laughs> bit we call Your Music Sucks. Easily, they could be the worst. But to, to spread the wealth and to spray in all directions, next week we'll do, I'll tell you which music sucks and it'll be country and then it'll be rock and just make sure that everybody knows their music sucks um ba 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 we don't have to get into i could care less but one more thing um uh ba 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 my wife wants me to see a therapist i don't want to tell you this i didn't tell you this I didn't tell no you. but i mean i it's time for me to tell you me and her both want you to see <laughs> you're a like actually we did yeah I, we, was, just, we agreed that i didn't she, know she was gonna jump out in front of this before we had a chance to talk to you we together. thought it'd be more effective if she took her shirt off and she asked you <laughs> Um, yeah, no, she, not just, but she's like, like she's seen this, this, this doctor before and she likes him and uh, I've seen people before and it's a good, I think everybody should see one. It's fine. I think it's like a, a good idea for anyone at all times if they don't do a podcast, but I've told her like, I don't Your need Your doctor one. does a podcast? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it's called the Ben's Dumb Doctor. <laughs> no, uh, I told her like, look, I'm okay to go see somebody that's fine because i've always told her like as long as i can remember i've always said anyone who can afford it should see a shrink i just think it's a great idea for you to go every week sure and talk to somebody for an hour and unload shit i go but i do that already right don't need it i think that she, i guess maybe what she she doesn't listen but can what, i drink beer at that one you I, know? She, I think the problem is that she doesn't think i'm a great uh, uh, <laughs> soundboard to be bouncing your ideas off of. Well, I don't know that I'm the... Where she get that from? Yeah, well. Are you asking me if I agree that you should go, or are you just bringing it up that she wants you to go? Well, both, but I mean, like, what I'm saying is, I think seeing a shrink is a good thing because you need to get stuff off your chest, and you need to play out your ideas but verbally. But you already have that off your I chest. I feel like I already do that. As a matter of fact, that's my joke to her. When she says you have too many hobbies, I go... Well, but they're going to backload cheaper they're, than therapy. A therapist is going to backload you the bunch of exercises you need to do, and it's going to make you really unfunny. Yeah, and also, I just feel like I'm going to be trying to guess what he says, and I'm going to be like judging, like how long were his effective pauses. Right. I'm going to be analyzing him so much as I'm talking that, like, anytime he says something that I think I saw coming, I'm going to go, with, "Yeah, well, that's what your book says to tell me, bucko." I've spoken to a therapist or two in my day and I would say most times they don't offer much in the way of anything. You basically work your way through your own answers yeah. and they just sit there and go, huh? Yeah, and I feel like and I they have... probably are playing, you know, some amazing game on their phone the whole time. Yeah, they're sitting around playing Snake on their T Mobile phone exactly. while you're talking. But here's the thing Fortnite. I have I have I have two brothers. I do a podcast. I have a handful of friends that I can talk to. And it's like I'm surprised that she's not having it. you talk to a woman. You know, yeah. like a, a therapist is a woman because, like, you you know, she's seen all the damage that happens when you talk to just guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I'm also afraid that he's just going to want to talk about himself the whole time. What if he goes like, what what, what, what That's if, if you were a therapist? <laughs> what, what, what if I'm thinking like, like, because I, you put yourself in the shoes of someone else and I go, well, maybe it won't be so that so bad. And I go, well, if I was a therapist, if they'd start talking, I'd be like, 
oh, you, like they go, oh, you do a podcast? That's interesting. I always want to do a podcast. <laughs> Next thing you know, I've paid to just hear him talk about his hopes and dreams right. for 25 minutes. What? And I'm like, yo, dude, I'm a narcissist. When's but, my turn? But remember this. No matter what happens in that session, she doesn't get to know. So you could tell her, like, hey, it got deep. You could be talking about whatever. It's your dime. So you could still use it into okay. your benefit and be like, yeah, a lot of a lot of breakthroughs happened. <laughs> uh, well, we scraped some real service on this one. <laughs> now you're on to something. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll just say what I want to happen. And I'll go, uh, the doc told me, fill in the blank. Right. Like if I had no scruples at all, I could just go like, uh, I talked to him and he said, actually, um, I'm right about everything spot on and you better shape it up. I, or I would say, you know, that he did believe I should slow down on the IP and, uh, you know, make sure that's internet porn mm. and, uh, make sure that the Bluetooth is off. But outside of that, I mean, he didn't yeah. really, there wasn't too many crazy things he wanted me to change about everything, but we did start talking about you and, uh, I really don't want to get into what we said. So, I mean, I can't really talk because there's patient doctor privilege. Yeah. I just don't think he likes you very much. To be <laughs> honest with you, that's just the feeling I get. Uh, he seemed to be on my page with a lot of things. Yeah. I won't tell you specifically what he said you need to do, but it involved more of a few things. <laughs> yeah. More of packing up and then getting out. <laughs> <laughs> it involved uh, what... He didn't say like what you should make for breakfast, but he had a few feelings about <laughs> the temperature of it when it got to the uh, bed where it was delivered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's not a bad idea. Just look. It, I guess I have to. What I have to do is it's simple math. I go, what does it cost me to go, and what gains can I get from it? This is like I just like ruined the entire um, purpose of it. Well, I'm going to need to see a new shrink because of the damage I've lied my way through the first one. Yeah, I mean, you're not looking for any real change. You don't want to change yourself. So, like I said, it's you have have that privilege where you get to keep whatever happens in that session to yourself. You could go in there and just talk about the final four. Mm. I mean, and, and you know, it's not – he has no right to tell your wife, like, hey, we're not getting anywhere. You know what I mean? Because I'd be like, how dare you? And if he said, if he said, hey, we talked about the final four, I'd be like, it's bullshit. No, we didn't. Uh, claim I don't know privilege. where he was. I was speaking to this guy. Apparently, he wasn't paying any attention. She's like, I heard you. You guys kept high-fiving <laughs> yeah. saying Loyola. Yeah, right. Like, it doesn't even... Your faces are painted. <laughs> you just have a little <laughs> bit of paint left. Like you <laughs> I just go in there. We turn the TV on and watch the game. <laughs> yeah, right. For 60 minutes or however long it hey, is. As long as she's happy, right? And they go, what'd you talk about? Man, like... A lot of rules. No, we were talking about loyalty. We discussed. Uh, no, you heard us yelling loyal, loyal, loyalty. When I yelled traveling, I meant like. <laughs> like we should be doing a lot like, more of. Like tr- as we travel through life, <laughs> there's a lot of things you're going to want to. Uh, no, I didn't say double dribble. That why? Of course not. That's silly. <laughs> That's uh, free throws are like like <clears throat> like things that happen. Like there's so when do you start life, therapy? You got to <laughs> that soon. Okay. Well. Uh, just real quick, I'm not going to get into it, but just as some foreshadowing, I, I found a, a page here where it says, I saw Ben's band for the first time. Mm. And then after that, it says, don't take your wife to a strip club. Nothing could be worse than that. Oof. Then I, I immediately, when I, the first one I read, I was like, I don't know what I was going to say about seeing Ben's band for the first time. But yeah. I do know that it's probably a horrible idea because I know guys, just real quick, uh, People have told me before, um, oh, yeah, I took my girlfriend. We went to the strip club or, oh, me and my me and my wife went to the strip club or whatever. And I'm always like, how could I don't know how that could ever work out. 
in anyone's favor ever. It has to be a new girlfriend who you don't care about. Or, or, or yeah, I mean, saying like, about you. yeah, I can't, I can't think that your wife would ever want to see you enjoying yourself at a strip club, or you would want to see your wife enjoying herself at a strip club. Taking, I, I, taking your wife to a strip club is like taking your wife to work. Either they see you do nothing and think you're lazy, and they go, "This is what you do all day. Why are you tired when you come home?" Or they see you do what you need to do to be good at your job, going hard they, body karate, going hard body karate, and they go. You're, oh my god! I didn't know you're such an a hole. I thought what you were going to say is they saw you that you make that decision to eat off the buffet at the strip club, and they're like, "This is not the man I married." Yeah, he's, he's not the man. You're like, I knew he didn't wash his hands, but Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are you going to see any movies? We're going to close this out, but uh, where are you at? What movies do you have? Do you have? Do you have your list left? Yeah, is it, is it accessible? Buy Can me you, ten seconds. Okay. Uh, I could do that. Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Thing that would be a good idea. Apparently, I can't do that. No, no, you can't. Okay, uh, here's what I have. You tell me. <clears throat> uh, Bloodsport, a real genius. Oh, you haven't seen Real Genius? See, now I'm gonna get excited. The Princess Bride, which I did see the first like hour of it. Uh, Toxic Avenger, Highlander, Stripes, Field of Dreams. I've seen. I don't know why that's on here. I think I just forgot most of it. Uh, Porky's and Bachelor Party. That's all I got. My Bodyguard wasn't even on here, and that's been one of my favorites. Um, I Go, think such a good movie. What was the first one you said? That I... My Bodyguard, Footloose, and what's the other one that I really approved of? Those two so far stand out as like exceptional. Like where you're like well, no Alien, joking. These are Alien wasn't movies. on the list. I just went and saw it, and it was great. I don't remember Obviously what, what the other one was. You're supposed to be keeping track. What was the first one you oh, said? Let me see if I can show the completed ones. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Say Anything was was pretty good. Uh, pretty damn good. Pretty in Pink was okay. Escape from New York is a bad movie that I enjoyed. Uh, the Wraith is rough. Uh, uh, Footloose, I really liked. Red Dawn, against popular opinion, that's a bad movie. Now, wait, you saw the new Red Dawn or the old Red the Dawn? The old one. Okay. And, like, look, I get why people like it, but you you got to get why I think it's, it's a bad movie. Oh, uh, Weird Science also doesn't hold up. I know you loved it. I get it. I would I would have loved it too, but it's just You're going to put up. a dagger in my heart when you say Young Guns, it's coming out. Vision Quest was great. A little rapey. But um, aside yeah. from that. If, if, uh, side note, uh, warning, if rape turns you <laughs> off, don't watch that. So, you know, don't watch now, that. With, with everything that's happening right now, I think that maybe it should just be able to. I mean, rape while they're costs. conscious, like that, if that especially does. Uh, he didn't go, he just threatened it. Um, so if that turns you off. Uh, I don't see Young Guns, but that was bad too. <laughs> that was bad too. I should. I feel like rewatching Young Guns just to double down so <laughs> Nick knows sure. what's really going on. Uh, but yeah, I got Real Genius, Princess Bride, Toxic Avenger. I would say Real Genius, really? Be- just because like a lot of those other ones are straight. Like I think the Princess Bride is. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know that there's too much you can dissect about it because it's 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 it's, it's near jokey, perfect and it's like jokey. a joke. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know. But I would say Real Genius is a great movie from the 80s that everyone likes. But you may be like, this is so – and I think look, sometimes when my kid watches something, I'm like, oh, you, you haven't seen this yet? And I turn it on and he's like he, – 15 minutes he's like you know, up and going – leaving. And Every time I out. bring up Porky's, I go, oh, is that a good movie? They'll be, oh, dude, Porky's good. And I go, yeah, but is it a good movie? They go, there's boobs in it. And I go, yeah, I know, but like – Maybe, but, like, por- maybe Porky's though? is the one then. I don't know because I, I think, I think uh, Porky's is uh, – Again, movie, I can't, right? I can't, I can't tell you if it's good or bad. There's you definitely th- boobs in it. There's good? no doubt about it. See, that's everyone. Says. If it was on right now, I'd watch it, no doubt. Okay. And if it was on the following day, I'd watch it then too. 
Well, I could use some new suggestions. I I would burn through the, the first nightmare on Elm what? Street. Stripes is one I I shouldn't forget because uh, I remember Harold Ramis. I just remember like that Bill being Murray, a pretty John big Candy. movie in my youth, like of people talking about it. Yeah, it was playing also once, boobies. It was playing once at my uncle John's, and I watched it. And I remember I saw boobies, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Nobody turned and it off. And mud wrestling. I don't remember that part, but I remember I saw boobies, and nobody turned it off. And I looked around like. Like for that impending hand to run across the right. room, I think somebody like said something that distracted us for a minute, and the movie went on. But I remember going like, "Oh my god!" Mm. It's I, not gratuitous, but it's. There. But I remember going like, "I just saw boobies!" Like, did, and I was looking around the room like, "Did anybody? <laughs> nobody? They're gonna let this happen?" Dude, uh, to me, that was like, I would say, real genius. But okay. I mean, Stripes again. Stripes is one of those movies that's like, I don't know how you could make it. It just doesn't work for me for this. But I still think you should enjoy mm. it. So maybe you should watch both. And then, you know, if you have something to say about it, great, but... Maybe I'll just watch Spider-Man Homecoming again. All right. So well, should I go to see or should I change my kids? Yes. Yes. All right. That's, 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 All right. That is episode 175 of the podcast. Later. Just a